It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. I'm back in my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall. Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. Glad to have you with me tonight. Uh, regular season women's football is just about over. Uh, I think the playoffs for a lot of leagues might begin this weekend. Um, for the USWFL, it actually starts on the, uh, June the 23rd. So um, there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of playoff games to be coming up. Um, so, you know, it's always a fun time for the teams that make the playoffs. And uh, congratulations to all the teams that have made it all across women's football. Um, everybody starts out the year, and if uh, the, your goal is not to in the playoffs and competing at the end of the year for a championship, then I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know much about your organization or team, because uh, that seems to be everybody's uh, main goal that I know of. Um, so, good luck to everybody. Uh, it, you know, it's women's football. I know it's not as long as other football leagues, but it just seems to, you know. Um, start in this cold weather and wind up here in the hot weather for six months, and then you have a lot of basically, uh, well, six and a half months, I should say, and seven to some league, depending on when they play. And then you have five months off season, and you may take a month or so off, and then you're right back at it. So it's, you know, it's become almost a year round event, and uh, it consumes a lot of time. And I've noticed uh, just since I've been a part of women's football, which is actually going into sixth year here, um, that a lot of things have changed. A lot of these people, you know, like I say, take a few weeks off, get right back to the ground. And that's what that's why we're seeing better teams every year, teams that may not want a game last year, they're going undefeated this year, winning seventy five or eighty percent of their games, making the playoffs, having an opportunity to uh, compete for a championship and hey that that's how you do it. I, I love um, I wish you know, I wish I could uh, say the same for, for all the teams that I know of. Um, you know, it's it's just 
for me, looking, you know, looking out of the coach, um, the situation, it, it causes people not to want to give everything they got every single day. And uh, that's going to be until we get things really straightened out, I think, in women's football, uh, where everybody's headed in the right direction, where we can practice way more than what we're doing. I think we're going to continue to see that from a lot of people. But a lot of these teams, um, I don't know how they do it. I don't know, you know, how they uh, – how their funding goes or anything like that. But they sure got it turned around and got their athletes, uh, better athletes, and they got them working hard. And and it shows, uh, no doubt about it. Um, And I just, you know, heard – Actually, I seen or heard. I didn't see it. Heard that a team owner in our league posted, "I'll take hard work over talent when talent won't work hard." I love that statement, and it's really a true statement. Uh, the sad part of that is, you take the talent and they put in the hard work, then they're unstoppable. Um, that's that's the bad side of that story, but it is true. Um, I like that statement. Um, I, w- I wish that, you know, just because you may not get paid right now or, or whatever, don't mean you shouldn't put in the hard work. When you sign up to do something, you should that should be enough for you to take it serious and want to put in the hard work and want to be the best. Um, every person, every person cannot be Michael Jordan. Every person cannot be Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rock. It's just not there, people. Every every athlete is different. Each one of you has to play a role. And some of those roles that we play don't consume the limelight, you know. And with that being said, you know, when you watch a movie, you got lead actors, and then you got people that just fill in. That's just the way it is, and that's in anything, in your job, and anything you do. There's always going to be people that are in the spotlight and some that are not. And you got to adapt to your role and accept it. And, you know, I, I think that um, I've seen it in high school, you know, everybody, um, I guess their parents telling them how great they are. And, um, then they get to high school and everybody's a lot better up there and you got to get better and work hard and all of a sudden when you were pretty good everybody's working hard and patching you up while you're going on vacation and, and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, oh my feelings are hurt. I I'm not I'm not the go to guy anymore because the uh this other guy can harder work than me. Uh, I seen it. And then first thing you know, they're pouting and then they're quitting and they're wearing their feelings. I, I feel this a lot in, in women's football, and I, and I don't like it. I really think it's sad. Um, I, I just don't think it should be that way. I think if you're going to be on that team, any team, there's going to be players that are better than others. It's just the way it is. But if you want to be a good player, you have to think about football way more than everybody else. And I'll guarantee you if I went around to every team in, in women's football and said, show me uh, your hands that you you work out or you do something pertaining to your uh, women's football every day, that the show of hands is going to be uh, scarce. And that that's what I'm talking about. So we, we won't 
all the limelight. We want the spotlight. We want all all the accolades, but we don't want to do a lot for them. That's that's where a lot of this comes into play. And uh, you know, here here it is, playoff time. And if those teams that have put in that hard work work together as a team. You see them in the playoffs. You see them get ready to uh, uh, play for championships. And and my hats off to any league, any team. Uh, when when you bear down and, and work hard, you deserve it. And when you don't, then you get what you deserve. And, and that's set at home and watch. And I, I feel that way with anything. It ain't just any particular team out there. I think that's anything. I think if you don't want to get better every year, that it's okay just to be mediocre, then then you're in the wrong sport. And uh, and to me, that's what's killing the sport is people not taking it serious. And a lot a lot of people take it more serious than others. So, and I and I really like to take it serious. I wish my girls worked harder than they do. Hey, I, I can only tell. I can only head them in the right direction. I can only help them out. I can only suggest to them what they need to do. <clears throat> what they do is up to them. And, uh, you know, that that's where we're at with this women's football. Uh, so uh, congratulations to all the teams in the playoffs, and good luck to you uh, no matter where you're headed or what league you're in or what you're playing for. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But uh, tonight I do have three guests on the show. Um, all of them from the North Florida Pumas, at 9:15, co-owner Terry McGriff's going to join us. At 9:45, defensive back Lauren Hedegaard. I hope I said that right. And at 10 o'clock, all-around player Paige Jones uh, will join the show. Uh, looking forward to uh, to all the conversations with with them tonight. And uh, you know, the these these girls will play. And uh, the week uh, of Memorial Day, I, I presume. I can't I think back what week it is, but these girls are players of the week uh, that week. So uh, congratulations to them before they even get on the show. Um, you know, I, I was at that game, and uh, it was a really good game, and they both played hard and uh, did a great job. So we're going to recognize them tonight. And uh, – uh, have some good conversation. You know, like I said, most of the teams um, in the USWFL are are done, but we do have two games um, on the uh, to be played this weekend, and that's the Houston Heat traveling to Detroit to play the Detroit Pride, and uh, the Washington Prodigy going to Norfolk to take on the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. Those teams, uh, the the Washington Prodigy and the Lady Gators, are the number one seed in their division. So uh, that's just an extra game for them. Uh, they both wanted to play eight games, and uh, that's an extra game for them. So <laughs> the playoffs are already uh, set for as that goes. Uh, bear with me tonight. If I talk a little bit, I'm sorry. I've been sick again. This dang diabetes and all this medicine, I think, uh, knocked my immune system low. So I've got a dang head cold and stuff. So bear with me. Um, I'm trying not to talk as much as I 
can. Um, but for the USWFL, the playoffs will start on June 23rd. And uh, for the Division II, uh, it's going to be number three seed, Houston Heat, traveling to Jacksonville, Florida, for two seed, uh, North Florida Pumas. And uh, the team that wins that game will play the Washington Prodigy on July 14th for the Division II Championship in Bristol, Tennessee at 7 p.m. at the Stone Castle. Uh, so good luck to both of you teams there. I'm uh, hoping uh, we might get down there to watch that game. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that being a great game. They split during the regular season, so um, it's going to be whoever can grind out another win who's going on to play for the play for the trophy. Um, in Division Three play, we have the number five seed Detroit Pride going to take on the number four seed Fayetteville Pierce. Um, the winner of that game will travel to Norfolk, Virginia to take on the Hampton Roads Lady Gators, like we said, which is the number one seed in Division Three. The winner of that game will take on them June 30th um, in Norfolk, Virginia. The winner of that game will also play on July 14th in Bristol, Tennessee, at the Stone Castle for Division Three Championship. I believe that game is going to start at 2 o'clock. Don't hold me my feet to the fire on that, but I'm, I believe that's when it is. Um, also, the number three uh, Tri-Cities Thunder is going to have to travel to Lansing, Michigan to take on the number two Capital City Savages. Um, they both split during the year. Each team went at a home game, so it's going to be a, a dog fight there as well. Um, whichever team wins that game, they will also play on July the 14th in Bristol, Tennessee at Stone Castle at 2 o'clock for the Division Three Championship. Um, there's been, man, there's been a lot of really, really good games uh, in the USWFL this year. There's a lot of good teams, better teams in the league than I've ever seen it since um, the first year we had a team. We were in this league, and the teams are, are better than ever. Now, now, there's been a good team or two in it along the way, and I don't want everybody to start jumping down my throat saying, well, I, we, were in it, we were pretty good, and there was some good teams. But as a whole, there's better teams in this league than there's ever been before. And this, the the team records, uh, they show it. You know, if I don't know exactly how the Massey rating works, but uh, I know they don't really go on wins and losses, and I, I'm really not a fan of that. I, I think wins and losses have to count for something. But had they not, it, it may have been uh, – situation where some of these teams would have been a higher seed just because of the strength of their schedule. So I just think for myself personally that, that wins and losses have to count more than than uh sometimes, you know, I don't see how you can lose a game and, and be a higher seed than, than teams that have less losses than you. Um I, and I I mean it's just the way it is. You just so unless you're the division three uh, teams having or division one teams playing a bunch of division three teams, and they shouldn't even be playing. So 
to me, that shouldn't even count, period. Um, but, you know, like in our league, some people's schedules were just tougher than others. And, some, you know, it's just that way in the NFL, too, man. I mean, they got 32 teams that have the same amount of players. They all got the same amount of money to smell closer, you know, to coaches and all that. But yet they still, uh, some are better than others. So you're going to have that. Um, I, like I said, I like the wins and losses better. Um Straight schedule. Uh, I mean, I, I I get that. I mean, like I said, there's there's at least one team I know would benefit um, by that because of the strength they they play. But um, I just feel that wins and losses have to account for for something. So um, I, you know, I'm just a, I'm a fan of that. So that is the playoff scenario for the. Uh, USWFL, and uh, it's going to be some great games. I have, I have no doubt that uh, it's going to be, be some really, really uh, good games. So uh, good luck to all, like I said, all the teams going to play, uh, the two teams, the four teams that are going to play next weekend, and then the playoffs starting on the uh, 23rd. And uh, like I said, it's been a good year for the USWFL, we've had a lot of good games and a lot of good organizations in this league. So uh, we're really excited uh, for the championship and uh, this all-star game and uh, getting all that uh, lined up. So uh, we're uh, we're really excited. And uh, for the rest of this year and moving forward to next year, we're going to be working harder than ever to get things straightened out. So uh Really, really got some good things on. I believe we got Mr. McGriff on here from the uh, North Florida Pumas. Good evening, Coach. How are you doing tonight? Doing good, bud. What about you? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Well, how did you get Yes, sir. News crew uh, conference, go. Um, they had, we had weather issues today, so they, well, I don't think they were able to get the cameras out here. Um, I think he text, just texted Jordy because we were still waiting um, to get them, and they said they're going to probably reschedule it because we told them we didn't have any practice on Thursday. For next Tuesday, um, you know, I mean, we had a lot of heavy storms in here, and I'm sure I wouldn't want to bring those cameras out for all that stuff. It's actually kind of cleared up right before we started practice at 730. So I think um, we're – they're, we're rescheduling it because I know they didn't they didn't showed up yet, and we're almost done with practice. So, and I don't I don't oh. see I don't see a, I don't see a vehicle out here that I don't recognize. So, but, oh, you know, okay, yeah, that, that, yeah. You tell me that that that, that was a, that was a west that had a weather issue, but they were definitely yeah. interested in what we're doing. They they that, I know that for a fact. So we got a lot of good uh got a lot of good pub for our league and our team around here. They you know people are hearing what we're doing. I know we've been – I haven't got a chance to see it yet because I'm always going to be working, and we're always getting calls and, and notices on Facebook that, hey, we just saw you guys on the news. We heard about this because uh, I know uh, um, Adam at uh, Charlton Sportsnet, they do a good job trying to get that stuff to the local media after they film the games and stuff like that. So um, we get we got a lot of people. We actually um, – had some girls come out and watch trying uh, for next year. We had um, an, we had another girl just moved here 
and was interested in playing. Um, I think she's been to a couple of practices. And uh, I, I guess I don't know what the coaches want to do about her, but she's pretty she's pretty athletic. Um, but, I mean, it's been a really positive thing for us in our second year. I can't – you can't do nothing but be thrilled and <laughs> tickled pink, so to speak, for what's going on with us this year. It's just been outstanding. Right. Well, I know, I know for a fact that those news – News crews won't come out during the bad weather just to film a little bit of activity for women's football. We we've dealt with it a time or two, but uh, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure they'll get back out there and uh, get y'all some good coverage. And speaking of that guy, Adam, um, he he does a really good job, man. I um, I'll tell you right now, that guy, y'all lucky to have that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're blessed. He's good, he's a good partner to have. He does an excellent job, and then you know we kind of just started hitting on it doing we did the when we did the salute the service game, so he said, "You need to just come on here and do it with me, so we've kind of just started partnering up and just doing uh, the games together so i and it's kind of been fun you know i had I did that a little bit in in high school, and I did a little radio when I was coaching uh, full time um at high school. And so I kind of got to I got the bug for it right now doing the, doing the uh, color commentating. Uh, he does the play by play, and everybody's been liking it. Everybody's been hitting us up on Facebook and calling actually and telling us how how they're enjoying how we're both doing the game. So it's actually like they're getting a real football game while they're they're watching. So I'm I'm happy that everybody's enjoying it. Yeah, that that really makes it um, makes for a good game when you know I watch a lot of live stream games and and they just show the game you know and don't uh, have anybody talking and it gets pretty boring and you know when you got somebody talking on there and helping find the uh, the ball and tell you what's going on it makes things exciting and and all that um, I know wasn't sure the. Either last week or week before, it may have been. I mentioned um, some of your your sponsors down there for the Pumas. Um, tell me, tell me about this machine, this turf machine uh, sponsor guy y'all got. Yes, the the the, the, the Air Two G Two machine. It is a it is a basically an oxygenator, and um, it basically breaks up when you got compacted soil where the, the roots can't grow, everything is kind of gets hard and stuff where it just uh it just stunts the growth of the of the of the grass and basically what they do is they go in with the machine and bring life to the soil which aerates it, opens all the opens it opens the soil up, loosens the soil so the roots can grow even deeper which means that the grass gets stronger and grows better and it also helps with the drainage so, like, when you remember when we had that game and it rained, it drained well. You could see where it came to the side sideline, and it drained well, but the field was really nice and dry. It, it's a wonderful machine. Um, the owners, uh, he's just been an outstanding sponsor. They're, they've been really, really good to us, and um, we just can't be nothing but appreciative of what they're doing. And they, they, they actually now they're on every continent on the planet with that machine. They do everything from – the, the soccer in Europe to NFL football to, you know, some major league teams are getting it. And as their, their notoriety is proven, they're actually working on other products now where we were talking about this weekend's game where they'll actually, we're developing where they'll be able to do the same process for turf fields. 
So they they they're one of the fastest growing companies. I know myself. I want to put. I'm going to start purchasing some stock in that company before the stock prices go up on it because they're going to grow really fast once everybody really gets to know what they're doing. Right. Well, I met that guy down there when I came to watch y'all play uh, the Memorial Day weekend, and uh, he's a really, really nice guy. And, and I watched him um, as the game went on. He, he was really, really into the game. I mean, he was excited about it and, uh, you know, got – I mean, not just sit there, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he really got into the game. And, and that hey, that's a good thing. You know, we as, as team owners and as league owners and all this stuff, coaches as well, all that, we, we need people like that in the stands, not just for, I mean, sponsorships and the sponsors and all that's always great, but we need people uh, like him and, and these fans. I've seen a lot of your fans really get into it. We need people like that in the stands. Oh, yes, and that's what we want. We want it for every team in the league. I I, I mean, and in and, and, and women's football, this is my, my whole point by even getting involved in this, is this. This is a viable entertainment option, no different than minor league baseball, no different than, than um, you know, small college football. You know, when you go and you watch some smaller colleges that have, 40,000, 50,000 people in the stands. They're not the big D ones, but you're, they're like your Appalachian states. They have their fan bases. We can do the same thing for women's football because there's a need that's going to be met. When we play, people are getting hungry to play in football. The only thing that's available to them is basically college spring football. And once they get the taste of how well these women play this game and how entertaining the games are, and the league, our league, does better than anybody else's of making sure that the games are close, the games are entertained, the teams are matched up. And so the fans get their money's worth when they come out to watch the game. And the, and these businesses will start taking notice as the fans start coming to the games. They'll start noticing that this is a viable option for them to put their money at to get the sponsor to help this thing grow. So that's what we're working on, and I know that's what you're working on. And I believe that what most of our teams in the league really have that mindset. So I, I can just see – how this thing's going to be in about three to five years. It's really going to blow up because, you know, all these business people, they talk to each other, and as long as we can give them a good product, they'll start coming our way. Yeah, I think so, and I, I'll tell you, um, you know, well, one thing I, I notice is I go – I don't just go to a lot of women's football games. We go to a lot of football games, period, and, and we go to some small high school games and – we go to some small college games, you know, we live around here. And I'm going to tell you something, people don't realize this, that these small high school games or high school, most of the high school games, but the small college games and all that, they're actually better games than these D1 games, you know. And the crowds are not as big, like you say. But, man, the energy in those places is just, you see, just to get a football because they're even. You know what I'm saying? I know, like, just this past weekend, um, two games that happened in the, in the USWFL, one game was won 18-4, to four, and the other one was won, like, 12-6 to six or something. Uh, man, you, I mean, I don't know what else you could ask for. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just go back to the beginning of the season, how we kicked it off between the two of us. I mean, the, the, the crowd that we had was really getting into it, especially as the game was starting to draw to an end and we're going into overtime. 
there was not anybody that wasn't totally into that game. It was probably the, the, the greatest way to open up a season for the league that we could have possibly imagined. I mean, it was basically, in my opinion, our team set the standard for excitement of how the games are going to be played for the whole season. And I just hope it continues that way. I hope we can have, have great games with the teams playing this weekend and all the way through the playoffs to the championship and even the all-star game. I hope that's going to be a nice competitive game down to the final play. Hopefully it comes down to a Hail Mary or something. Yeah, you know, last year, speaking of that, the All-Star game was 1-8 to 6, and uh, the team that got beat had the ball uh, fourth and goal from about the 6 and uh, didn't get it in. So, you know, uh, that was a, a close game. But, you know, getting back to the game between the, your team and ours, is I had every other team that sat up there and watched that, and every player that I've talked to from every other team said, man, I, that was the best game we ever seen. We watched because it was like a, a heavyweight battle. One would do something, then the other would counter. You know, one make a good defense stand, then the other would counter. And it went back and forth and back and forth. And we were sitting on the edge of our seat the whole time. And, uh, you know, that that's what we're after. I mean, honestly, I mean, we come up on the short end of it, no doubt about it. We talk about it all the time. Somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose, and that's just the way it is. And you got to, uh, you know, to work harder that little bit. But but for bigger, the bigger picture is what a game that was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What a game for your team that never won a game. What a game for for mm-hmm. all the new teams in the league, uh, mm-hmm. for your new girls, for our new girls. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better unless it would have just went three overtimes and ended in a tie. It's the only thing you could ask for any better, you know? So, yeah, you're right. And that's what and, and that's what we're after here. And I see when I seen that game down there, you know, it just brings me back when we come to that Memorial Day game that it was zero zero at half and all those fans you had, I mean they were literally a lot of them getting up out of their seats, you know. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what we're missing, honestly. That's what we're missing in women's football. And that I won't I want these young ladies, whoever they are, they're playing. I want them to be able to experience what me and you experienced when we played on Friday night. Yes. That's the atmosphere that I I want for them as a whole. You know what I'm saying? I sure do, Coach. I think that that's the, that's the purpose of the way you match these teams up, all of us together, so that – when they when you go into a game knowing that you have a chance to win all that week, you're going to prepare at, to do whatever you can do to win the game because you know that you have a legitimate shot at winning. When you play in these other leagues, when they know that you don't have a chance to win that game, you're going to go through the motions because you're going to say, what's the point? What's the use? Regardless of what I do, how best my efforts is, it's not, I'm not going to have a chance to have a positive result. So it, 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 it's bad for the game. It's bad for women's football. And what the USWFL has just done to create parity is a thing that everybody, no matter where they are, ought to copy. Because if you don't, you're not going to be as popular with it. And I hope they don't because I want to see our league take this thing and just run with it and leave everybody in the dust because nobody has done it this year. And since I've been involved with women's football, nobody has done it 
creates such game excitement and such parity as what the US WFL has had this season. Nobody can claim that except for us. Right. And you know what? A lot of people laughed at me when I started talking about this when last year, before we ever uh, bought the league, I, I kept talking that, you know, we're missing the point we can build it. Just because you don't have teams with 50 players don't mean anything to me. Um, we can build a good league. We just have to get competitive games. And, you know, we, you have to think about it. And, and listen, you know yourself, you, you just, you've done it all year. We've done it all year. You'd rather travel and know you got an opportunity to win the game as to know you could stay in your state of Florida and, and, and not saying you wouldn't, but not have to travel and not have a chance. And we're, we're not we're not about that. Now, I know a lot of teams don't like to travel, you know. Uh, but if if traveling means if traveling means you're giving me an opportunity, a chance to be equal or, or have a, a good legit chance to win the game, then that's what I'm gonna do. I totally agree with you, Coach. But I don't I I don't think that the teams that don't like to travel isn't the point because everybody wants to go somewhere and have an experience for the weekend and go to a different place they normally wouldn't go. I think some of these teams that luckily we don't have that in our league, we really don't have much of that. Most of those teams, they just don't want to work at it to get to do that opportunity. They rather take the easy way out. Gratefully, all of most of our teams in this league, I, I, we have good ownership and good groups that plan ahead and do the best they can to make sure that they can meet their obligations and travel, and the benefit of it is they're getting to be competitive games because they're playing teams that are just like them. They're not going to go into a situation where you're getting set up to fail, and everybody's going to work hard to make sure it happens for each other. So that's one of the great things that I like about, like I said, once again, about what we're doing, how the league is structured. It's just going to make it's going to make us the most popular league. We're going to be able to everything that I hope everybody be able to kind of put their games up if they haven't put them up by the end of the season, so people can really go back and take a look at how entertaining all of our games was across the board this season. All the overtime games. I mean, we won one in overtime and we lost one in overtime. And I mean, you, so you get the, the girls actually got to experience both sides of that, the highs and the lows. And it, and it brought them together because when you lose one, after you done had a taste of winning, you, you do everything you can in your power not to have that taste again. And when you, get, when you finally get that taste out of your mouth, you feel so good about it that you want to go back and do it again. And if you happen to get knocked out, you know you can get right back up again, get back on that horse and get that bad taste out of your mouth and get another victory. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to touch on something right here. You said a lot of these teams don't want to work hard to, to experience that travel. I actually had wrote down here to talk about something tonight, and my exact words were a lot of teams just a practice or two, then you go play a few games. That's what a lot of teams really think, Terry. They, they, mm -hmm. And then when the reality sets in, then it's like, oh, well, I, I got travel. Well, we don't have the money to travel. Uh, we don't do this. If the money is out there. You just have to go work to get it. Y'all are a proven fact to me that the money 
is out there from these teams if you want to go get it bad enough. Y'all have y'all have proven it to me. You you and Jordy and your organization have proven it to me that it's out there if you want to go get it. There's all kinds of opportunities if you want to beat the bushes, pick up the phone, you want to go do that hard work to have a great organization. It's there. It's just most of these people don't want to go that extra mile to do it. You you right, and what I would say to anybody, and I mean, like I said, our phone is available, our door is open to anybody in our league. We'll give you everything what we did. The number one I say with anybody, there's an old saying: you got to go through your nose to get to your yeses. There's gonna be just like mom, dad told you no. I know when I was a kid, when 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 mom would tell me no, I'd run to dad, and if dad told me no, I'd run to mom until they kind of figured it out. But I was always been that kind of kid that's gonna go try to get the yes. The thing is, I was it's like in sports. I wasn't gonna take no for an answer. I may not have been the best athlete, but you weren't gonna outwork me, you know. And that's how I was able to go in the military. That's how I was able to go to college, because you know, there's there's nothing that will beat persistence. And all you have to do is say is ask. If you don't ask, that's a guaranteed no. You know what I mean? And why would you not give your organization a chance to breathe, a chance to thrive? Because if everybody puts that organiz puts that investment and sweat into their organization, it will pay dividends for them. You just got to believe in yourself, believe in your people, put good people around you, and trust them to do what you ask them to do. Don't be micromanaging them. Don't be worrying about what they're doing. If you don't trust them, remove them. But if you trust them, trust that they'll do their job, believe in them, and encourage them, and everybody work because this is not a three-month process. This is 65 days, 365 days a year. This, we're in business now. We're in the business of women's football. We're in the entertainment business, bringing this for all of our communities around the league. And we all got to realize that, hey, we got to work up. This is, we got to do this just as like if we went on our normal job. And this could be our normal thing. And, it, and if we all work at it and work together, we can all make some money at this thing as we go along. And I know everybody does, wants to do it for women's football. But we're also in business, and we also need to turn a profit at somewhere along the line. And I know everybody wants to say, because if you say you don't want to make no money, you know you're lying. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, the other thing, and I got writing down that about those few, uh, you know, I, I, I honestly feel, and I've seen teams that feel that way, um, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we're after here in this league is good quality Hard working teams that just like your team and our team. We're, when the game starts, we're competitive. And when it's over, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Look, losing sucks. No doubt about it. If you don't like, if you if you don't hate to lose, then there's not much competitiveness to you. But the bottom line is, every single week, half of the people playing are going to lose. That's the bottom line. Now, what you do to get better from that has nothing to do with you or you or me. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing personal between us. It's about the opponent that's on the field. And we want teams that want together. When after your team or my team plays and they win or lose and they play each other, we should be able to go eat no matter what, whether you win or I win. You know what I'm saying? That's because 
that our girls did all they could to win the game. Now, I, I take it. There's a lot of bad attitudes in the league. Um, you know, we went to play the Savages, and they got some good, great, uh, really good players, but they got terrible attitudes. You know, they didn't even walk through the line to shake hands and all that bull crap. There's no place in sports for that, man. And I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm the worst loser in the world. I'll just tell you right now, I hate to lose more than I like to win. But, but the bottom line is, we're we're not talking about me. We're not talking about what I did or what you did. We're talking about girls that are, or we're trying to get them up to speed in a sport that we've already been at, you know, up to speed for years. And it's going to mm-hmm. take all them working together. So, never even played sports, you know, mm-hmm. their whole life. I've got girls on my team that never even played sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have to learn the right way. And right. learning the right way is, is look, when when we take that field, I mean, you might be the best friend, go out there and shake hands. I promise you, I want to win just as bad as you do, you know. Mm-hmm. And when it's over, whoever wins going to have some bragging rights, I'm sure. May even have to – the loser may have to buy dinner or something. But you know what? That's that's just the way it is. And if you're going to build something greater than yourself, we have to feel that way. And we have to do it within everybody, you know. Because – and as a league, I told a person this today, as a league – when the team, when we allow these teams in our league, and they're putting on a game, you said it best earlier. It's an event. Mm-hmm. It is an event. What happens, the surroundings around it is an event. And then when the girls get out there, the actual game plays. You know, that's when the game's played. Up until then, is an event. The surroundings around it. You got a good DJ. You got a good announcer. You got your live stream guy there. You know, you got uh, a good crowd. You got people working the gates. You got a concession. Anybody shows up, they're coming to an event. They're coming to a great event. Then, whenever the game starts, they're going to see a good game also. All right. But what we have is, is you take it serious. We take it serious, but the next person don't take it serious. And then the next person don't take it serious. So about half of them take it serious. You know what I'm saying? We've got to get that number up to where we're all taking it serious, where we're all benefiting from each other. And and that's where being able to separate winning and losing, field and off the field, I really believe that's where that comes into play. Well, well, I will tell everybody that's involved with any type of event, and I'll speak specifically to our owners and our league, there is no loser. when you The moment that you can able to open up the gates at your facility to allow people to come in, you've already won. If somebody comes in and buys a ticket, they purchase a food beverage, they buy, they buy a T-shirt, you are already winning. The fact that you got people coming to see what you are doing means you win. The product on the field is a byproduct of what you've done during the week for as the entertainment arm of the of the event. That's what people coming to that's the culmination. But before that you want people coming in to buy some T shirts. You want them to come in to listen to a little bit of music from your DJ or be entertained by running around or whatever they're going to do to pass time. That's why they call it a pastime. They want to come in and have a good time. Yeah, they might be, they might be happy with the result of the game, 
but they also need to be happy before and after the game. And that's the main reason why it comes, because you've got a lot of people, if you go to the, any of these major sports, you've got a lot of people that go to NFL and college games, and they don't have a – they could care less who's playing. They could care less who wins or who loses. They're there with their family. They're there with their friends having a good time getting something to eat. They happen – their favorite team that they're rooting for happens to be winning. That's great. If they don't, they may not be too totally happy, but guess what? They'll get over it really quickly as long as they're still having a good time. And that's where everybody needs to understand. Quit worrying about the football game. Worry about the event. The football game will take care of itself. Yeah, that, that's, that's uh, you know, people don't, don't realize that. And, um, I think that's why we, you know, we see so many organizations come and, and go and, uh, you know, they jump here and they jump there and, and all that. They're just trying, you know, the, um, they're trying to avoid the inevitable. And, and that is you have to work hard, man. And I, I'm telling you, and I, and I can't say it enough, and I tell everybody, and I told a, a woman today that you, you and Jordy really work hard at what you do, and, and I appreciate this, and it ain't nothing to do with my team, period. You're in my league, but just to see your organization, the way that you want to do things um, to grow them, to, to be the best organization. Look, man. You may not. Hey, you can only play with the players you get. You can only coach the ones that show up and want to play. So, it's not everybody's going to have the best players in the league. You can only play with what their coach what shows up, but you can still have the best organization. And you know the hard work that you guys put in and and go the extra mile and and do is you know. I know you probably don't hear it enough, but I, I really appreciate it because I, I, I'm in the same business and, and I watch you and, and I wish we could get up to that, you know, where you're at. Uh, we, don't, we don't do that good a job ourselves. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a pleasure that people do take you serious. Now, there is probably teams out there that take it as good, but there's some uh, that I'm sure that don't take it as serious as you guys. Well, the one thing I would say about that for all of these guys, um, to everybody out there, I we we had we I was lucky like I've been coaching for a long time and I've coached some good places, and uh, the vice president of the Jacksonville Jaguars is a friend of ours and he was gracious enough to meet with us and gave us some pointers and the things that I'm talking about is the things that these people that do this at the highest level tell us. It's not the it's not the game that the, that the Jaguars worry about. You got the Detroit Lions. They 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 might make the playoffs once every seven or eight years. You got the Chicago Bears. They call them the lovable losers for decades. But you got the Cleveland you got the Cleveland Browns have still struggling. Have won one game in two years. But if you go and you watch their events, they always are sold out. They've always have merchandise sales. They've always still got TV. They're still making millions because what they're doing is putting on an event, and the product of the field is a byproduct of the event. Do they want to win? Of course they do. But are they going to are they going to sacrifice their business just to make sure that they win? No, they're not because they're not going to pay overpay for players that they can only get one year and maybe have one year of, of winning and then go back to mediocrity and then still lose all this money. It's a business. It's an event, guys. The game is part of the event. 
Let's focus on getting the business right, and the football will take care of itself. And like I said, my phone is available. Anybody wants our number, Coach got it. You can call us. You can email us. We're glad to help you. You are on our team. Everybody in the USWFL is on the same team with the North Florida Pumas. We ain't nobody special. We ain't nobody great, but we're just serious about what we do. We know Coach Johnson is serious about what he does, and all we want us to do is win at this. This is a viable business for all of us. And if you got a team in this league right now, you got a golden ticket. And if you throw it away, somebody else somewhere along the line is going to pick up that ticket and run with it, and you're going to look up five or ten years from there and say, I woulda, shoulda, coulda, and be kicking yourself. So let's all take the opportunity to make the best of it and work together, talk to each other, network with each other. Everybody's got something to offer. I don't have all the answers. I'm looking for some people who have other people. I talked with one of the other team owners today, and she has great ideas for a certain thing that she specializes in. I said, please come to the meeting. Please be there early. So I want to pick your brain. I want to get some advice. I'll pay for whatever service that you are offering if, we, you, know, if you can make it affordable for us to pay for. I'll do it. It doesn't matter. I just want everybody to be entertainment-wise on the same page. Right. Well, Coach, stay right there with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her to leave you on, and uh, we got a couple of your players gonna be on. We got one on right now, uh, Lauren. Uh, he's a guard. Is that, I think that's what he said. Is that how you say it? That's Lauren, you there? Yeah, I'm. Call her Lou. <laughs> Lou, all right. Yeah, I'm here. Well, Lou, hey, uh, Lou, thanks for uh, calling into the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. Hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on. Um, I was at the game, which uh, you actually won this Air of the Week award for, and uh, I was actually standing right beside a Terry McGriff. He's also on the phone with us tonight when uh, – he said he, he was going to nominate you for defensive player of the week. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, when I seen that on Facebook earlier, it actually made my day. Well, hey, that's good. I know he he told me. Um, I don't exactly know, but I, I believe you live in in Georgia. Is that correct? Yes, sir, Brunswick, Georgia. Right. He said you travel what a couple hours a. Uh, a day whenever y'all have practice? Is that about how far it is to Brunswick? An hour and 30 minutes. All right. Well, also, we, we, me and him were talking, you know, that, um, um, you know, the heart, your heart, you know, you may not be the size of, of some of these girls on the team or in the rest of the league, but, um, you know, we was talking about the kind of effort that you give and, and the heart you got and, and out there playing. And, you know, so many, I hear it every day, trust me, out here trying to recruit players. I hear it every day when I see girls that, you know, even bigger than you say, oh, I, I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt or I'm too little. And, uh, you know, what What do you think about that? Well, um, I just get out there and play, to be honest. I'm not scared. Um, I like it. I wasn't able to play. Uh, and back then, they wouldn't ever let me play. And then when I found this team and they let me come on, it, it's been good. Um, right. Well, that's the that's the thing about uh, women's football that 
you know, that I think so many people are missing is not just girls like yourself, but girls all over the country have wanted to play football their whole lives. And, and you know, even when I played, it was a, an unwritten rule, you know, girls can't play football. And actually, when I was in uh, elementary school, there were some girls that played that were way better than the guys. And then, you know, once you, they, the guys get older, they got bigger and stronger. But I, do, I don't get why once girls like yourself, get that opportunity to play when you wanted to play your whole life and then get to play on equal terms with other women, uh, I don't understand why they don't take the, the opportunity. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I love it. And I'm glad I come a part of this team. I'm glad I found found them on the Internet because I had no idea about any, any, any women football league. And when I found about this, found out about this, I called Jordy up, talked to Jordy. I told her I was small. I told her I weighed like 98 pounds, but I wasn't scared, and I ain't scared to get hit. And I've been playing since, and I love it. I wouldn't trade it for nothing what? else. Jordy, well, okay, yeah. if you don't mind, Coach, can yeah, I ask a question? Yes, sir. Go Lou, ahead. Lou, I remember yes. when you first. I remember when you first came to the first practice and how we kind of went over things and how coaches, they taught you. And I remember you went through that first season with us as you, when you came on. How do you feel from that first time when you first got onto the football field? Now, how do you feel you've grown and developed as a player and as a person? Uh, I feel like I've gotten stronger. And, um, Do you feel that it's helped you as a as a person too, being able to go through this and go through a little bit of bumps and bruises? Does it help you off feel at all? Yes, sir. It keeps me out of trouble. <laughs> it does that. It keeps me out of trouble. I hear that. Well, I, 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 say, I I'll tell say. you what, there's a lot of boys that said that, Coach. It's a lot of boys that I've coached in, in middle school and high school that said that exact statement. Coach is keeping me out of trouble. Yeah, I, I'm one of I'm one of those. Well, I know I know Lauren that uh, when I was at the game, I, I don't know how many tackles you had, but I do remember you having uh, a couple of interceptions, you know, and and especially on um, the key drive there, that one that really um, set potentially saved the touchdown. I mean, we, anything can happen. We know that. Um, how many? How many interceptions do you have for the year? Uh, I'm thinking six. If I'm not mistaken, six. Wow. Well, that's a lot. As long as they throw it to my side, I will get it. Remember she got one at the end of the game against you guys. Remember right at the, right at the end of regulation. Almost uh, brought it up. I seen, I seen Big 52. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, she's about to get me. And I kind of, like, dipped her out a little bit. And I was like, all right, all I see is green. Just run, just run, run, run. And next thing you know, bam, I was on the ground. <laughs> yeah, 52, she'll lock you up. She gets near you, that's for sure. Um, oh, yeah. I don't, I, 
I don't remember. I don't remember the interception. I'd have to go back and watch that film. But hey, man, hey, I'm, I'm with you. It don't matter where you, who you play for, uh, what team you play on. Go out there and give it 100. percent And if they're gonna throw one up, it's just as much yours as it is theirs. And uh, go get it and do something with it. That's my theory. Yep, boost boom buggy. Right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I know I haven't. I haven't got to see. All of y'all game, but I was part of one, and then I've seen two more. Um, you, you're part of a, a good organization, I say that, and uh, you know your uh, your two owners are really, you know, working hard and doing everything they can to to help you guys and keep you in the best possible situation. And uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know a whole lot about your coaches, but I did choose I did choose Coach Shelley Hewitt to be the head coach for the Southwest All Stars. What did you think about that? I think that was awesome. Coach Shelley is he's an awesome coach. Coach Sorty, she's awesome. Uh, McGriff's awesome. We have I love everybody. They do a lot for our team, and they were, they do a lot. And Coach Shelley. I love her. Without her, I don't think we'd have we'd be pumped up as much as we are without Coach Shelley because she's always screaming, ready, ready to go, wanting, pushing us to do harder, making us work, work, work. Coach Shelley is on top of everything, and I right. that pick was awesome. Right. Well, they. Uh, <laughs> well, actually. Uh... But actually, before our game, when we played y'all, me and her met out there and talked for probably 20 minutes. And and uh, I I told Jordy after the game there that um, I really liked her and thought that, you know, our views on things were the same. And then uh, one of our players actually told me, he said, hey, man, that woman coach over in you said, y'all have a lot in common. said, she hollers and, <laughs> hollers and screams a lot. So, uh you know, I figured that, hey, if I wasn't going to get the coach, I might as well get somebody that had the same views as I did. Yeah, if she ain't yelling, then there's something wrong with her. She's got to be sick or something because she's always yelling, yelling, and she's making us work, work. All right, well, that's what you need. Yes, sir. Well, that's, what you, that's what you need. Well, Terry, you got any more things you want to ask her? Um, Actually... I want to ask you one thing. They just getting out of practice. Um, what is your focus and what is your goal going into the next week? What are you What are you planned on doing? Getting ready to go for the playoffs. Um. Well, one is <laughs> get more interceptions. Okay. And uh, just lock down defense, really, and do what I'm supposed to do on offense and defense. Play like I'm supposed to play and. We win this championship. I mean, we win the playoff. Well, that, you might actually get you a chance for several picks because uh, the game I've seen Houston play, and y'all seen them play more than me, of course, but they threw it around a lot. And I, I wouldn't doubt that, uh, you know, if the weather's good. They probably put it in there a lot. So you might get I'm to see several, several balls in there. I know they threw it but one time, and that interception I got, they did not throw the ball no more. So I'm hoping it's not like that. I'm hoping they are, they are going to throw the ball this weekend so I can add it up. 
But we have a good team. I enjoy being on this team. I wouldn't replace this team. I plan on staying on this team till this it's not a team anymore until I can't play anymore. This is family. I love them all. I don't mind driving an hour and 30 minutes whenever I need to to come play with them. Right. Well, I, hey, I'll tell you, that's um, I've got girls that drive farther than that to practice. And, uh, you know, they, they some girls drive right by other teams just to play here. Um, so yeah. I, I'm with you. Uh, you got to find, you know, you find a good fit and a, a good organization and good uh, uh, teammates and good coaches. You better stay where you're at, and uh, you know yes, you're, you're definitely you're definitely in the right place. So, well, Lawrence, congratulations for uh, being uh, uh, defensive player of the week. And uh, when we have our awards banquet, we're actually going to have a um, have something special for all the players that have made uh, USWFL player of the week. So, look forward to seeing you there. All right, appreciate everything, and I will see yes, you. Yes, thank you. All right, thanks for coming on. All right, Coach, there's uh, there's Lou, as you call her. She she did the deal that week uh, to win Defensive Player of the Week. Yes, I mean, since since she came back, I mean, she's she's made tremendous strides since since her rookie year last year. And like I said, I mean, I, I made the statement in one of the broadcasts, big things come in little packages, and she's an epitome of that. I mean, She's all heart. I mean, her whole body to me is just made up of nothing but heart and determination. And she plays like that and she works like that. And um, it's a, it's, it's a, uh, it's a, a testament to her. It's also a testament to coach, uh, all our coaching on our coaching staff. Coach Rocky, she, leads, she does it by example. I mean, Coach Rocky just does it by example. Coach Todd, Coach Elvin, Coach Bryce, they, they, really, they really get the X's nose, putting them in the right positions. And that Coach Shelley, she really makes sure that they stay motivated. She stays on them. And they all got different personalities. They all got their different areas of where they really work uh, expertise at. And it all just seems to work together like a good, good a well-made cake. And they do a great job together. And, I mean, I don't know if they all one would be as successful without the other. It's just like they got a great thing, great chemistry going on, all of them working together. Truthfully, me and Jordy are the lucky ones on this. We are the lucky ones with that coaching staff that we are. Right. Well, that's you know what that's what people don't understand is you can't take the same coaches with all of them that have the same attitudes and all that. You have to have different people. Everybody's got different personalities and different styles. The end message is what you want to deliver the same, and you know that's that's something that's hard to do a lot of times. And uh, you know, the, obviously. You know what y'all did from the first year to this year has has been uh, you know great improvement and uh, a thumbs up for that. Hey, stay stay right there, Terry. We got we got Paige joining us now. How about it, Miss Jones? You there? Yes, I am. How are y'all? Uh, we're doing good. What about yourself? Doing good. Doing doing good. Just finishing up practice. Right. Well, I actually heard you make the statement down there when I was down there that you was uh, trying hard wanting to be one of these uh, players of the week one week. Y- yes, sir. 
Now I, I will say I will say this, and I was standing there in the in the restaurant when um, I don't remember who you told. I do not remember that, but I remember you telling somebody that uh, you was going. I don't know what you were going to do, but tomorrow you was going to go ball out in the game, and I'm gonna give you hats off because you for sure did that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, it's a different. I hear a lot of talk all the time. I mean, it seems like these women talk more trash than most men I ever seen. But, uh, they do. <laughs> they do a lot of talking and not much delivering. And uh, you know, it's about like the guy that called the home run that time and go out there and hit it. Um, you know, I, I I like that kind of attitude when you know I'm. I, did, I ain't been uh, on the field as coaching you, but I've seen your actions and and uh, and the way you play. And hey, man, I, that's the way I like it. Thank coach, you. I actually, that. if you don't mind me saying that, coach, actually, from game one, we could have probably nominated her at least every game this year. She's she's been instrumental at some spot on the field, at some position all year long. She's like our doggone. Uh, what we call it, just one of those uh, two, multi-purpose tools. You can put her just about anywhere, and she's going to be a success. And now she's one of the few people in the league that actually, especially on defense, that teams have to game plan for. She's been such a disruptive force on defense that people, you can see that they're playing, okay, we got to know what number three is. Now that we put, now that she got to really plan both ways, it's amazing the effort that she's been able to sustain the whole season, playing at a high level on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I can see that uh, when uh, we went, you know, uh, when I came down there and watched that game, you know, I just really, after her making that statement that night, just really uh, caught my ears and and mine. I told Jennifer, I said, throughout the whole game, I said, that girl right there is tough. Uh, I seen her slamming that ball up in there and running it up in there, and I seen uh, one sack, and he almost had another sack, and um you know, the the biggest thing for me is, is on our team, we have what we call a dirty 30 club, and that's all the girls that are over the age of 30. And <laughs> just like just like yourself, I'm, I'm telling you, we get the most production out of our girls that are over 30 than we do the ones below 30. So, and I'm not going to ask you your age, but I do know you're over the age of 30, and I know you have several kids, and – to to do that, I mean, you've got every reason in the world not to want to play, not to play football, women's football, women's tackle football, but you're still out there playing, and you're playing at the highest level. And I don't know about the rest of them, but you're sure tough. And and that to me is, is a great accomplishment in itself. Yeah, I appreciate that. I just I just play relentlessly and angry. That's all I can do. I know I'm not the strongest or the fastest, and that's things I have to work at. And this whole running back thing is very new to me. But um, I'm going to give you relentless effort and go full force, and I'm going to play with Britt every play. I will say this. I remember uh, how kind of excited I was last uh, being a Jaguar fan, watching the Jaguars get Calais Campbell I said, well, you know what? He's going to be a pretty good leader. He's going to come and help the help the Jaguars. 
lead to get those young guys playing better. And then she kind of reminds me of how she played just like he has. She's come and exceeded way, played way better than we kind of expected that she's been playing. Right now she's in the running for one of our, or for our player of the year. We got several players that we're kind of continuing, but right now she's definitely one of the nominees for, for Puma's player of the year because she has just been outstanding from the first day of practice up until the day. I mean, if you put her somewhere, you can best believe it. If it's got to get done and you put it there, it's going to get done. Thank you. Right. Well, well, the two games that I watched from the stands, which is the one at the Carolina Queens and the one down there, um, if I would have been given a player of the game, she would have got it both games uh, for playing both sides of the ball. And like, like you said, you're relentless, and um, we, we've got a couple of them as well. Like I say, they're – I don't know what it is. It just seems like the older they get, the better they get, the smarter they get, um, the tougher they get. And and I'm I'm telling you all that. When I hear all this stuff from all these young girls that have all the tools and then to see uh, women like yourself with the things that you go through on an everyday basis and you still find time to go out there and compete at the highest level and, and give 110%, man, I, I, that's that's what we all need to be uh, working toward. Right. I will have to say, I, mean, I am going to put you on the spot because um, Jennifer has to deal with this on a regular basis. How How is it uh, playing when your husband's coaching? Um, well, <laughs> I like I, my husband is a great coach, but I, I've actually been working on separating the wife and the player part. Because I'm very coachable, but there's moments where I become the wife and it comes off as being very uncoachable. So, actually, I brought that up in our talk board before we had practice today. So, tonight I was, like, extra sarcastic, but I'm doing that so I don't end up mouthing off. But, um, so, I just said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I don't – I actually love it. It's a lot of family time, and I look up to him, and he – I mean, he's the – he's – coached me every year I've played I started my rookie year was in 2009 and then I had our second kid in between there so I didn't play again until 2014 um and that was straight after I had our my third kid and then so I had to like practice myself in shape and all that stuff but um I I wouldn't have it any other way I just gotta turn off that wifey switch sometimes <laughs> Right. Hey, you need to tell him, man. You got enough kids. Hell, you can have kids later. You got football to play, man. Oh, yeah. He tell him that. <laughs> you know what's the funny story is when me and Jennifer started this team, that's the first thing I told her. I said, listen, here's the thing we got to separate. No matter what happens, I'm the coach, you're the player. And you know what? It, we really haven't had a problem. That sometimes she'll get a little, little want to get mad and mouthy. But for the most part, we haven't had a problem. And here's the thing: we've actually had players that that played for half the year and didn't even know we were married. That's how much that it wasn't a problem. You know what I mean? That I because right. I'm rougher on her than I am anybody on the team, and I exactly. you have to be, you have yep, to be. And it, 
it, yeah, it has to be that way. You know, I don't show no favoritism, and uh, she sure don't get it. And, and, you know, a lot of times she takes the ass chewings that the rest of them should hear, but I, she can take it when they can't, you know what I mean? And uh, right. I just want, <laughs> I wanted to ask you that because uh, I've seen, I seen on the sidelines, I could see a little bit of that, uh, I don't know, I ain't going to say no, I'll just say frustration. How about that? I, I see a little frustration uh, when when I was down there at that game, but I love it. I'm, I'm telling you, that's what makes that's what makes the situation unique. You understand what's at stake. He understands what's at stake. He can tell you what he needs to say. You can tell him what you need to say and go on. He's not. You're not going to be in your feelings over for very long. And and that that's great, you know, and and it's great to see other uh, husbands that can coach their the wives in in the sport we all love together. Exactly. Well, I will. I, I'll interject with this. One of the things I have to give Paige credit she makes it easy. Um, she's not a person who comes to practice not prepared. She's not she's not a player that that's not understanding what's going to be needs to be done. When she's there, she's focused. She's she's a leader on the team. She helps the other girls that are not quite as mature get focused. And you know what? Um, that, that, other than that, though, she's a, actually a really good teammate to the other teams. You don't feel like she doesn't put herself on a pedestal or anything. That She's just a good teammate to the other girls. So she doesn't even make it an issue. So that's never really even been a thought that they're husband and wife when we're out here. He's just a good teammate. He's just a good coach. And you know that they're married, but it's not even in the front of your mind. It's somewhere in the back of your mind because she is such a good teammate. Well, that's the way. It, that's the way it has to be, Terry. You know what I mean? That's that's just the way it has to be. Um, so, you know, you might have to mute your phone, there, Terry. You getting lost at it. But uh, I do, I do have a, I do have another question for you. I remember saying okay. we were talking uh, uh, about a game in which uh, I got threw out, and you said you get threw out. You, you surely you wouldn't think I'd holler or something enough to get through every game, would you? Me? <laughs> You're asking, I said that when you said that? Yeah, when I was talking about playing over, we was playing over okay. Fayetteville. Yeah, I tell that's you. right, that's what I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, I said that because... I was being funny because I know when we played you guys, um, you weren't the happiest, I guess, afterwards. So I realized I, that you're kind, you kind of remind me of myself with, like, being competitive no matter what it is and standing up for your team and all that. So, yeah, that's why I said that. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I do power a lot anyway. I, I, I got a 15-yard penalty not this past weekend with the other <laughs> Other week for telling the ref what I thought of him, but um, yeah. you, but you know what? That's what makes uh, to me. That's what makes makes this go. Is a lot of people don't understand that you know you got that in you. That's what makes you turn. You know, and and I asked Lauren this too. What do you think about? And I know for sure you're going to be playing in the All Star game. What do you think about me picking Coach Shelley as the head coach for the Southwest team? Um, I think that's wonderful. Um, I 
I've known Shelly since 2009 also. She was a part of the team I started with my rookie year. And I think that you couldn't have picked a more perfect person for that. And, like, I, every time I show up to practice, I want to know where she's at. And us, I mean, she usually pulls up about the third car or something. But she, you know, flies for work and stuff. And when she's not here, it's totally different vibes. So, I mean, she's a huge asset to our program. So, I'm thrilled about that. Thrilled. Yeah, I was uh, one of my one of our players. Well, after the game with y'all, before we played y'all, me and her had a long conversation, and and our views about things and practice and the way we like to do things are a lot of the same. And uh, but one of my girls was uh, heard her on the sideline, and she said, "Man, that woman coach over there, she said she sounds just like you." I said, "What do you mean?" She said. <laughs> She said, she was hollering just up the door. I said, no, man, I like her. She said, God, y'all yeah. sound just alike. So I thought, you know what? Who better than to, to get her to do it? So, man, I, I, it was a, it was an easy choice for me. Um, I, you know, I haven't had a bunch of conversations with her, but, but I, I do like her, and I like her, you know, her actions and, and what she stands for. Yeah. She will definitely light a fire under everyone, and she she demands perfection. And from from the first rep of warm up, she expects it to be perfect, and don't take any any reps off. And um, I mean, you'll love her. I, everyone else will love her too. So I'm excited about that. Uh, well, we, well, really, we, we we tried to get her to come and help us last season, and she had uh, work obligations. And I mean, you could, because I coached with her one year prior to that, and um, and I watched her a year prior to that how she interacted. And I was impressed the same way. And when she wasn't with us last year, she, it was it was something lacking. And she's one of the coaches that's really helped us get over the top with this, along with Coach Todd. I said, you know, you know, they've been both of them coming in. It's been real a really big huge boost and a blessing for all of us. It's helped take a lot of the load off of the other coaches. And, I mean, I mean, I know without those two, we wouldn't be where we are right now. Right. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you got to have people like that. And that's, you know, um, I firmly, I firmly believe you have to have somebody that is is the person like me. I mean, I'll, I'll be the villain. I don't care. Um, I watch all this. We watch all this NFL stuff, and and all my players say, "Man, them guys, you sound just like them guys." I feel like we're in the locker room, you know, because of the way I'm way I'm doing. But it means I, it just shows how much it means to me, how much passion I have for the game, whether it's, whether I played or whether I'm coaching or whether I'm this there. That that just shows the fire and the passion that I have. And, you know, for me, I just, I just you know, like the uh, way uh, she did things. And like I said, when me and her talked, it was, uh, you know, we just had a lot of the same views. So, so you know, actually you get to play for uh, your hubby as well. He's going to be on that coaching staff. So, um, it'll be uh, – It'll be a great game. I know um, y'all got an opportunity to play for the championship as well. Um, but, you know, for some of these girls, this all-star game's all, you know, the highlight of their their season. And for some of them, maybe their whole career. Yeah. 
And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, and I know Jordy means it because she's like my right hand man. She's more she's more my sister than anything right now as we've gone through this. And I mean, we have like teach. She's like our behind the scenes, you know, behind the scenes like assassin doing stuff. Oh, I've done this, or I've seen this, or I've done that. Like I talked to her today, and we got so many other people. We got coaches that call us on our. Or, you're talking about an organization of people that are totally bought into what, what they're, we're all doing and become a part of it. I mean, we're just blessed, and that's all I can say. We're not anything special. We're not better than anybody else. We don't claim to be some, some geniuses. But everybody in our organization is bought in. And, I mean, it's, that's what happens when everybody's on the same page, doing the best they can, even with whatever limitations that they have. They give whatever they got. And this is the result of that. Yes, I agree 100%. And I'm going to tell you, that is the very most problem, in my opinion, with all these organizations that everybody is not bought in. And I'm going to tell you something. The very day we left down there after that game, you know yourself, it was around midnight when we left Saturday mm-hmm. and we come yeah. home to practice on Sunday. And I told every one of my girls and every one of my coaches, they have it together. And you could ask every one of them, and that's what they said. I said from the players to the coaches to the owners to every single person, they have it together. And that's that's what everybody should be working toward. Um, we we don't. I mean, I, I'm just going to tell you, we, we don't have – I have people bought in. Don't get me wrong. But I don't have everybody bought in uh, like you guys have bought in, and that's why we have four losses instead of seven and zero. Oh. That that's exactly where it's at. Uh, that's why you didn't win a game last year. And now you're what five and two, or whatever you are, and uh, you know that that's the reason for it because it's easy to jump ship when things don't go right. And the fact that they all stayed right there when that ship was rocky and and was about to turn over and and you keep telling them, hey, it's going to be better, it's going to be better, it's going to be better, and sure enough, it was. And now you're, you're seeing what happens when you buy in, when you give everything you have, just like you said. Not everybody can give the same thing, but give everything you can. Each person give everything you can. You see your organization, and that's what um, you know. That's what I see. So, uh, you guys are doing a great job down there, man. And I, I really appreciate it. And every team can take note from you to um, to buy in and do the things y'all do. Coach, I want I don't want us to be everybody's um, that that we're the only one. I want I want everybody to be like that. I don't think this is an exceptional thing that we're doing. I think everybody could do this. They just have to make the choice, and I believe they will. I believe, I hope that we inspire everybody else to know that they can do this. This is nothing but determination, sweat, hard work, and people just being bought in to give whatever they got, whatever little or however much, and just believe in the people. And if you don't believe in what they're doing, tell them. And if they don't do it right, then you figure out a way to help them or you find somebody you would go with you guys and let let you guys know because we're representing you and we're representing ourselves and everybody has to understand we're all on the same team. 
I want everybody, I want this to be the norm, not a standard. I want everybody, for everybody to do exactly what we're doing. And all it takes is picking up the phone and calling. All it takes is every day you get up, I know we all got lives, I know we got families, but spend five to ten minutes thinking about your organization, no matter whether you're the water girl, a player, coach, owner, G, it doesn't even matter. If you're a part of that organization, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to the organization that you're a part of to do something on a daily basis to try to make it better. Because if you don't, you're going to suffer with it because you attach yourself to it. It's, it's, I, remember, I remember the old movie, um, Shawshank Redemption. The man said, get busy living or get busy dying. You have a choice. You can get busy making the organization better or you can let it get worse because it's not going to stay, it's not going to stay the same. It's either going to get better or it's going to get worse. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Well, man, we're about out of time here. Uh, Terry, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate your players uh, coming on. Um, I know y'all got a huge game, not this coming weekend, but next weekend. Uh, if we get an opportunity, we're going to try to be there for that game. Um, good luck to y'all uh, in every way, and uh, hopefully we get to see you down there, bud. Yes, sir. Good luck to get all of us to all the teams this weekend. Too. Thank you, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you again. All right, folks. That was Mr. Terry McGriff, co-owner of the North Florida Puma. A couple of their players, uh, Lou, as they call her, uh, Laura Hedegaard and uh, Paige Jones. They were the players of the USWFL Offense and Defensive Players of the Week uh, during Memorial Day weekend. Uh, next week, I'll try to have all the uh, names that's on the rosters for the All-Star teams. I announced the coaches as well. I give away one of them tonight. I'll announce the other ones and uh, have some uh, uh, score story and finals of the couple games that are this weekend. Uh, we have a lot going on here in the USWFL, and, and I'm sure everybody does. Uh, if you get an opportunity, go see a women's football game somewhere. Uh, it don't matter where it is. You get an opportunity, go support one. And uh, we'll, we all appreciate that for sure. Uh, thank the AC Hawks Sports Network for letting us get on here and ramble on about women's football and talk to these girls and, and owners and coaches and, and have a good time. She's just like the rest of us, just loves football. So thanks to her. Um, Till next Tuesday night, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you then. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.